Now that you've done an episode on letter, you'll be back to do another one because they're fun. Oh, these are fun episodes, Sensei. And they really make you think about things. This. This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome back, guys. I'm Sensei Michelle. I'm Sensei Jackie. I'm Sensei Randy. I'll be here this week and next week. Sensei Randy is our guest today. How lucky are we? We are lucky. So everybody knows, I say that everybody knows, but they might not, that you are my nephew, a black belt in your own right, and a friend. Yes. Now, just in (laughs) case you guys don't remember, Landon's away at camp. Yes, he is. Wah, wah, wah. Listen, next week, we're going to tell you about some of his escapades. Oh, that's true. But today, we're doing another letter episode. Sensei, do you think that we should remind people of what it's all about? At least for me. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should at least tell Randy what it's all about. Oh, Get him out of the dark into the light. <laughs> okay, so it's based on that exercise that we do in the dojos. Some days when we're just in the mood at the end of the class, we throw out a letter to the students. Say, for example, the letter A. Then everybody in the class thinks of words beginning with that letter, and, well, conversation ensues. We always learn so much, don't we? Yes, we do. I keep the letters in a bag. And this week, before we started the episode, we pulled out a letter. And the letter we pulled was the letter H. We had so much fun thinking of all the words that we are first going to tell you all the words we thought of. So pause us and think of your own words, right? That's a good idea. Good idea. Okay, Randy, start us out. Okay, I got hope, hero, hakama, hajime, and habit. Of those, Hajime is my favorite because I didn't think of it, which, of course, Japanese for begin. (laughs) My words are honor, happiness, hustle, and harikari. Yeah, the harikari, gooey gooey. (laughs) Okay, I got honor and honesty, and I got humor and humble and humility. But my favorite that I'm going to go with, I think, is the word hangry. Now, wow, I know you guys no. wouldn't think of that as a karate word, right? Well, no, but I'm just curious how we're going to look that up at the end of the show in the dictionary to see what the professionals say about it. Oh, good point, because we have that part of the oh, show. Yes. And as usual, I forgot to tell them. Oh, well, now we know. <laughs> I bet y'all find something. I bet you will. All Maybe right. It'll end up being the Snickers commercial. <laughs> let's see what happens, okay? All right. Let's start with Hangry. The reason hangry stuck in my mind is because I do think that proper nutrition is a huge part of training. I also think it's a challenging part and that it's a part that you don't get a lot of training on. Do you know what I mean, guys? Yes. And I I don't think it was ever considered early on in the growth of karate. I don't know in other countries, but especially in the United States. If If you do get hangry, I think you learn by experience. Okay. So let's separate it. First, let's tell them that hangry means angry because you're hungry, yes. just in case you don't know that. It's a compound and, word. And <laughs> I think it would be compound if it wasn't a made up word. And I'm going to say I definitely have that. Oh, and I, I would say I definitely have that. But we're related. So that makes sense. That does make sense. I never considered it until this moment. But how you get angry from the hangry part depends on who you are. Because some people, when they're hungry and angry, lash out. And some people just get inside themselves and they just feel so weak and they can't continue on. So it's um, Mm. so similar to all the things we talk about in going back to 
who your natural essence is that you have to work against to become more of, of a human. That's a really good point, isn't it? I just want to say I have been a carry a snack with me person for as long as I can remember. I'm going to say my entire adult life. I know a story is that one time we went canoeing and it was supposed to be for two hours, but it turned out to be seven hours <laughs> and halfway through, I was the only person there with snacks. <laughs> and I, I bet they wanted you to share. I did share, of course, because we were hungry. <laughs> and that was way before the word existed, but we were hungry. But I think I started carrying snacks when I started driving because I was aware of how long I would be out. It wasn't my mother's job or anything like that. That's interesting. And I don't really carry snacks with me, but I'll keep stashes. Like in my classroom, I'll keep a stash of food. And uh, obviously I share it with the kids, but also I'll steal from it and eat it if I'm starting to feel hungry. Yeah, that's a real thing to be able to notice when you're starting to get some sort of a physical reaction. But what do you guys think about quality of snacks? Like nothing's more satisfying than a sugar rush and nothing's more short lasting, right? It's definitely, sugar's definitely a guilty pleasure because you got to, I think this is what we're going to tie into our karate bit, is mm-hmm. you got to think about the nutritional benefits of what your snacks have and weigh it versus, okay, I know this is junk food, but I want that junk food, but I also got to think about what's good for me. Yeah. Sadly, I'm back to Peter Urban. <laughs> I have to plan my snacks. And, <laughs> and snack your plan. And snack my plan. <laughs> And I was going to go a totally boring way and say apple versus Twinkie. Boy, that's really wickedly hard to choose that apple, right? It's really hard, especially if you're going to store it for a while. You know that Twinkie's going to be fine when you come back. 25 years later. <laughs> but, but truly, you have to plan. All right. I don't think we're going to get any kind of a clean segue from hangry to any word on the planet, H or otherwise. So let's go to you, Sensei Randy. And I was habit, which... Actually is a nice it, segue. It's kind of a good segue. I think we could work oh, it in. No, we could do that. Because it is a good habit to, to have. right. <laughs> and to have awareness of what your nutritional plan is. What I'm wondering, Sensei Randy, is, is that incumbent upon us as teachers to teach the habit of coming in nutritionally sound as a student? As a teacher, I think it's our job to teach all the habits, not just nutrition, because it's what kids need. Like it's study ha- it's habits? Study habits, hygiene habits. Yes. Exercise habits. Ex- all the habits. My goodness, there's so many. What what it made me think of is what we do a lot of, we become very good at. Us. That wonderful Peter Irvin quote, right? yes. yes. And even hundreds of years before him, Socrates said, greatness should be a habit. That's not exactly how he said it, but that's what he said. And I love that quote so much that I put it on my certificates sometimes. Yes. So what you said, Randy, about us needing to be the purveyor of lots of different types of good habits as teachers is very, very true. Uh, And that includes having a habit of being a good example. Cause like if I'm sitting there, Oh man, I hate to go back to the food example, but chugging a, a you know, a Coca-Cola in front of the kids, they're going to be like, well, the teacher drinks a Coke. I should go drink a Coke. But you got to have the habit of being the better example and drink water or, you know, something nutritional in front of them. And it's the same thing. Like you can't be running around, not following a line. If you expect the kids to be in a line and not run around the hallway. I agree with you that. Gotta, in fact, I just had a discussion with the students on Thursday night where I was talking to them about 
myself being a master level black belt, there are some things that I'm supposed to do and some things that traditionally aren't done by master level black belts, but I break those rules all the time. So for example, what happened on Thursday was we were cleaning the mats with alcohol. And I said to them in another dojo, a master will not get up out of their chair and clean. And that is traditionally correct. I'm the exception. And that doesn't make me right or wrong. That just makes me who I am. I'm antsy and I can't sit down well. (laughs) So I do stuff. But you do have an incredible habit of communicating and saying, this is what is traditionally done. And this is where I've changed it because. And other people from the old days, their air quotes around the old days, might say, you should never tell the students why you did something. You should just do it. That's true. When I would ask brown belts as a white belt, and they would say, it's not your place to know why. The brown belts would say this. Yes. I, I want to change up on habit here and, and ask you guys, and I'll think about it too. What do you think is your most difficult thing to make habitual? That's going to take some thinking, so we'll pause for a second. Okay, I'm going to go first. Go ahead. Okay. The thing is, I love patterns. I realized that a long time ago in my life. I love routine. So I'm going to say spontaneity is the habit that I wish I had more of. What an excellent answer. Well, it's backwards, isn't it? But it's real. In next week's episode, when we talk about Masoyama, you'll see that he was a, a person of real routine, and I related to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, what do you got? Is it the habit that I need to work on the most? Yes. My, the habit I have to work on the most is being motivated to exercise, to oh. actively exercise. Like passive exercise, I can do all the time, but actively exercising, I get bored. Good one, right? That's really good. Um, the, the habit I need to work on most is to not be afraid to do the paperwork that's right in front of me. Oh, so it's sitting there and it's intimidating you. Yes. Oh, I hate when that happens. Could be a pile of bills or could be forms that need filling out or whatever, right? That's right. And yeah, that's a real one. It's a really difficult habit to break, but what habit isn't? Agree. Until I have one that I can substitute for it. Like an auditor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Sensei Jackie, that's funny, though. Thank you. Which one of your words are we going to go with? I think I'm going to rise to the top of the cream and take honor. Ooh. What do you got there? Well, because everybody's personal definition of honor is different. What they see, who they think are honorable people. My personal definition is very close to justice, doing the right thing at the right time for the right reason. And therefore, I will be the kind of person that I would like to look up to. Do you guys agree with me that modern times has brought the concept that both honor and even justice to an extent are about what's done to you as opposed to how you act? I'll agree that Hmm. that's what people think. But that's not what Mm. I think. No, that's not what it is from the karate man standpoint. But that's where the confusion comes. When you're talking about honor, it's not how somebody treats me. Yesterday, the woman was extremely rude to me in the grocery store. Extremely rude to me. And I was not rude back because it wasn't necessary. What's the point of making nothing into something because she dishonored me in some way over what? Who reached for the eggs first? I don't remember what it was, but we were near the eggs at the time. (laughs) And so it's about, yeah, it's about my actions, right? Not about what's going on beyond my fingertips. 
That's right. It's it's your but it's your inner actions and your outer actions and the desire to not hurt someone else in talk or just because you can. And I think historically there has been like a view of honor being something that's put on you by other people and not something that you just internalize. But I think that's more of like maybe a modern, more of us as karate people view where, you know, you could be dishonored or sullied or anything like that from other people, but not yourself. And that's an interesting take on it, isn't it? That's really interesting because it never occurred to me that anyone could dishonor me unless it's me. But I think that's more of the karate people and of us. But like, if you look at it historically, like, you know, you have the maidens and they're only perfect unless somebody else touches them and then they're defiled and no good anymore. Yes. And I was thinking of an, the Scarlet Letter. And it's not an action that they did themselves. It's something somebody else did to them. I think it's a more modern view of like, whatever you do to yourself is how your honor is. I don't yeah. think it's a modern view because it, it was part of the samurai code. And that is most definitely mm. not new. But I do think there are two viewpoints here. And maybe we could say that societies disown someone for some reason because they didn't live up to the standards that that society had decided they should live up to. Hmm. And yet when the queen lays her sword on someone's shoulder to honor them as a sir or a knight, can someone actually do that to you? Can they actually give you more honor? I don't think so. I think that that these no, these are semantic terms. It's about something. It's about that's something else altogether, isn't it? Us, yeah. But it's but that's it's a all title that's up. given to you, and does not turn you into an honorable person. <laughs> Hardly, even if you are the honorable Sonzo. Are we all in agreement with what Sensei Jackie just said? That it is to have right actions in situations for the right reason, right? Correct for the right reason. Us, and I would add with self improvement. I, I, I could go there too. Absolutely. Always. Always. Okay. That makes it time for us to open up dictionaries, doesn't it? Uh, Let's see what the dictionary tells us about honor and what we said. And hangry. And habit. All right. We are back on. Thank you for letting us pause. And we are going to go in backwards order. So we're going to start with Sensei Jackie and the grown up definition of honor. Well, it's interesting that the first one that they have is high respect or great esteem, which seems it comes from the outside. But on definition number two, adherence to what is right or to a conventional standard of conduct. I don't particularly care for either of these definitions because it really doesn't get to the essence of the human being. The only thing I would argue with them is a conventional standard because each voyeur finds their own code inside themselves and it's on that code that they assess their conduct. Us? Yes, I agree with you a thousand times. Okay, should we push? Yes. Okay. Habit, noun, first definition, a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Oh, I hadn't thought of it so, from the other side. So they're thinking of it opposite of how we thought of yes. it. Yes. We thought of it more in the positive sense, and they're thinking yeah. of more of the, the negative sense. Like we were saying, a nutritional habit or a, a resting habit or a meditation is another thing that I do daily. Yes. And, and habitually. Both are true. Right. But we're thinking of more positive than negative, I just think. I don't know if we're just reading negativity into theirs and they just, they're trying to be neutral, but it's coming out in our ears. According to them, because even their sentence is like to get out of the habit. Oh, yes. See, I see what they're saying. They're thinking that all habits are addictions. Right. Oh, yeah. That's not necessarily true. I don't think it's true because 
Good habits, yeah. bad habits, habits, in between habits. I would yes. say habits are a pattern, which is kind of in the, def- the textbook definition too. It's just kind of a pattern right. we follow. We're humans and we follow patterns. This is not the first time that we've disagreed with the dictionary and we've been right, right? Well, I, I can't remember we were ever wrong. Is this like I fought the law and the law one type of thing? So I fought the dictionary, dictionary one. A habit is something that you want to try to overcome. And we're saying that good habits are handy. That's correct. Yes. That is where we're going to land with it. We're going to agree to disagree <laughs> with, we're going to say dictionary.com. I went with Google with the first Google definition. Let me double check my source. Um, it is definitions from Oxford languages. Ooh, it's Ooh, Oxford. Oxford. Okay. The first thing that came up, well, Sensei Randy's going to tell you that he got pictures for the word hangry. I, I Googled hangry and I got fun pictures. I'm jealous. Show, show us the pictures. Um, we can't share them with you guys, although maybe we can download a couple of them. Let me switch my tabs. Let's see. We got like oh, we got a red got face. a couple of sad faces. There's a yeah. country in there. Let me. I think that's Austria. No, that's uh oh, it's it's hangry. They changed hungry into hangry. Oh, and I they gave it. him a, a grumpy face. They made face. it a grumpy face. <laughs> that's it's terrible. We're sorry. We're sorry. The, the country. <laughs> but I am going to say that they gave me a definition of bad tempered or irritable as a result of hunger. But more importantly, medlinks.com said, it turns out being hangry is a real thing. Perhaps that's what led to its inclusion in the Oxford English Dictionary. Earlier this year, it defined hangry as bad-tempered or irritable due to hunger. But being hangry is more than just feeling irritable because you're hangry. Researchers believe that drops in glucose actually are mood effectors and that you should try to keep your glucose levels even, even, which is also a good Habit. <laughs> and possibly the honorable thing to do. <laughs> Certainly. All right. So yeah. I will definitely get us a hangry face for our Twitter feed for this episode, right? That would be perfect. The most shocking thing is hangry is a like, legit dictionary defined yeah, word now. It. I thought it was just slang, but now it's a legitimate word. Yeah. The article was written in 2018 and they said they did it a year ago. So 2017. So somewhere in 2017, so about 2018. Four years. Wow. But I, I just want to finish it by saying I am relating it to common sense to be able to act in the way you want to act rather than be reactionary in life. And actually all three words that we use today uh, turned out to have that commonality. They related to one another. That's right. True. Okay. Here's your assignment, Sensei Randy. Look up a joke on either habits, honor, or hangry while Sensei Jackie and I do our ad for another H word. Honor Athletics, of course. So I'm going to be spontaneous. Yes. And start with a discount. When you call Cynthia or you go online, please use Wildcat Dojo on checkout for your 10% discount. Thank you for that. And as everybody knows from our commercials hitherto. <laughs> Another H word. <laughs> you can reach Honor Athletics in two ways. On the website at honorathletics.com. Or by phone and text, 770-945-5150. Okay, so we gave Ooh. Sensei Randy the assignment of finding us some humor to close this out. How did and it go? At the last minute, I found one that was uh, somewhat appropriate. And not another H word. Horrible? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Squirrels have the, have a habit of storing food in the winter. Isn't that nuts? But um But um bump wah, wah, wah. wah. <laughs> Okay, tell me you have one more. Then I have one more. Thank goodness. My friend has a habit of dropping things. 
it's getting out of hand. Oh, that's well, a cute bum, bum. one. I like that one. That's very cute. All right. I may keep that one and tell it, but I'll give you credit. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to say goodnight. And Sensei Randy, it has been so much fun today, right? Oh, so much fun today. We laughed a lot. Now yes. that you've done an episode on Letter, you'll be back to do another one because they're fun. Oh, these are fun episodes, Sensei. And they really make you think about things. Yes. Which is one of my favorite parts of karate, that I get to think about things other than the mundane. Yes. Right? Way beyond punching and kicking, even though those are wonderful things too. Yes, and if we had the letter K, we could do kicking. <laughs> or pee for punch. I think we did pee, and I think Landon picked punch. But you can go back and check our old episodes. <laughs> All right, Randy, say goodnight before they, you know, kick me out of here. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, everyone. See you next time. And on that note, I'm signing out. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.